It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to WCW Retro. I know it's been a, a little bit since we've been on the air between I wasn't feeling well and, and my work schedule, uh, but it is good to be back, to be back to talk pro wrestling um, with the callers tonight. If you want to call in, the number is 914-338-1885, and it's 914-338-1885, and you can jump on. And we do have a couple callers lining up now, and we will get to everybody's calls in here just shortly. Um, just want to let you know that my name is Howard Morgan. I am the interim host for WCW Retro um, until the Stro Maestro uh, recovers and continues to, to get better from um, his illness. I did hear from him, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I'm just trying to give me one second. I'm trying to pull up the um, message that he sent. Um, um, it says that, you know he is appreciative that everybody is you know praying for him. Um, he has gone down a very long road to recovery, so has a little bit more to go. Um, he's very anxious to get back here um, and talk to everybody you know just as soon as possible. But he's still got a little bit more recovery time. But he is doing um, much better. Still not 100 percent. Um, but again, he is getting better and better each and every day. So we just ask that everybody would continue to pray for him, uh, that you know that he would get better. I mean, he does appreciate everybody praying for him and everybody you know taking time out to call him, reach out to him on his social media platforms, those that have donated to his uh, GoFundMe, um, and all of that. He is very much appreciative of all of that, um, and you know thanks everybody very very much for. Um, all the support that we've given him, you know, over this this time, but we do want him back here just as quickly as possible. I say it each and every week that you know I'm just keeping his seat warm, you know, until he gets back here um, as the right rightful captain of the ship. Um, but I do enjoy what we're doing here on WCW Retro. Um, we're going to talk um, a little bit about Crown Jewel probably a little bit later in the show, but tonight I wanted to kind of kick it off with um, 
finishing moves. I know there's been a ton of um, finishing moves out there, and um, I kind of want to get everybody's feedback on what the what their feel is on the greatest finishers. Um, and I, I have I know, about 15 or 20 that I kind of just jotted down um, as I was working today. Um, some of them are, you know, a little more uh, old school. Some of them are, you know, a little more current with um, today's performers and um, kind of go along with those. Some are, um, you know, kind of in the middle there. And I don't want to talk just about, you know, whether, you know, if it was good in, in a way, you know, whether it was, you know, its effectiveness, you know, its crowd reaction, um, and kind of, you know, who did it best because, you know, there are some finishes that um, some performers use, you know, across the board. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, kind of get everybody's opinion on, you know, the, you know, whatever the move is, you know, as a finisher, you know, give me your idea of kind of who did it best, or, you know, not necessarily first, um, but who do you think was best at it, who didn't do it so well. Um, and I don't do this um, alone. Um, you know, I, we have lots of different toes to come on, but the one that's been here kind of by my side the longest is the one and only Rat Boy. Rat Boy, what's going on tonight, brother? Whoa, 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 who's the phone? I'm a veteran. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, there's company. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, so you, okay. you. You've been around a long okay. time. I am a you've veteran. been around a long time. <laughs> That's right. I've been here for a long time. Since, since day one, since the VOC took the airwaves. <laughs> I think there's, there's an old saying. I think Rat Boy came with the furniture. When, when, when people came in to to pick up their shows for VOC Nation. I think Rat Boy was already there. Um, but yeah, I do appreciate right. you, know, you, you, you coming on and, um, you know, and joining me each and every week, you know, um, not only here, but um, also with, with Radio and in the room. Um, yep. And we, we, and have we, just a, uh, we just started a new show on Friday, uh, Top Group Radio. They're, they came back. Yeah, yeah and, and you were yes, and I was going to say you you were very instrumental in bringing Top Rope back to VOC Nation on Fridays um, from yeah, nine to eleven. I would I don't say brand new show, but brand new back for this for this year is what I'll say because it's not brand new. They were here, they took a little bit of a hiatus, and now they're back. Um, I listened in last Friday, um, a really good show. Um, so now you know, yeah. check us out on Tuesdays. Um, and check out, there's, there's a lot of shows on the VOC Nation that you want to check out. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we're we're here to, you know, we're happy to be here on Thursday nights um, and talk wrestling with you. Um, Put it this way, know, thank God have... I'm here Thursday night. Thank God I'm here Thursday night. Because I've been out since 3.30 this morning. Uh, well, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I generally get up from work at about 5 o'clock. So um, by the time 11 o'clock rolls around, um. I'm just about spent, but I just got a bit of good news at work um, last Friday as I was getting ready to leave, about an hour or two before I was leaving for work. My boss calls me into his office um, and tells yeah. me that between between 
now and the end of the year, I have to use 13 vacation days. So wow. I'm starting at least a one. I'm starting a one-day vacation starting tomorrow. I'm taking the next three Fridays off, and then I think the next three or four weeks I'm taking Thursday and Friday off, and then I think the week after that it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or something. That, and that burns about 11 of my days vacation. Um, I thought I only had two weeks vacation. Um, I was kind of yeah. trying to save them. I was going to sprinkle them in during between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, and then he says, no, you get three weeks vacation off. So I had an extra five days wow. there that I wasn't really accounting for. So, you know, it, and it'll be nice. You know, I, I, I really oh, take oh. long vacations. I, I don't take off for like a whole week because um, I, I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. But I try to do long weekends, you know, make a Thursday, Friday, um, mm. and just spread out my vacation through the year. So it feels like, you know, at the end of the year, you've taken off more than three weeks. Um, but this year has been particularly busy for us, so it's been hard to kind of get days off. Um, and not because we couldn't do it, just because I chose not to. Um, and then I found out I have to use all of my – we have a use it or lose it policy. So if I don't use it, it, it just goes away. It doesn't roll over. It doesn't it, – they don't pay you for it. You either use it or lose it. So I am definitely using probably 90% of my vacation days between now and the end of the year. Mm, that, that sounds good for you, you know, but you know what happened to me? What's you that? want me to tell you? Okay. Yeah. What happened? I got up at 3.30 this morning, went down to Columbus, helped my mom sell her pillows and blankets. From there, I came home. After that, I had to go help a blind friend at Walmart. Okay. And this was already, when I text you, I was on the bus coming home already. When I got oh, in, okay. right, the, the uh, president of the building came up to me. He said, ain't you happy? I said, happy for what? He said, you got it. I said, what do I got? He said, go, go look at that green paper by the elevator. I walked up to that green paper. They made me the official floor captain of my floor. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And, you know, well, congratulations. Uh, yeah. Because what happened a couple of weeks ago with uh, my neighbor passed away and all and the guy wasn't checking. Uh, I said, I, I want that job. And he pushed everything to everybody and all. They, everybody agree, And the people was, was on the board all day today. I didn't even no, see it. But you were busy. Probably because you were busy running around, you didn't even see it. Right. I've been a busy, busy guy here, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you've become now you've become even busier now. Yeah. You know. Very nice. Yeah, I got, I got. Yeah, but I, I got to check everybody uh, twice a day, make sure everybody's all right on my floor. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, and I wish you luck with that, and I hope you don't have any any incidences, you know, w while you're doing that. You know, I hope everything goes well, and you know, it's 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 a it's a, it, hopefully it's a relatively easy job, and you're checking on people, saying hi, making sure they're all right. Yeah. You know, and, and moving on to the next. Make sure they're all right because because some of them are older than me, you know. 
My neighbor was something like 67 years old. She passed, you know, passed away. She was a sweetheart, you know. Right. Wow. Yeah, I think as people get older, they do need to be, you know, checked on, you know, not, yeah. not like not often, but more often that you know than not that you know, and you know, I'm happy that if somebody is, is, you know, taking that responsibility and making that commitment to do it, you know, you know, each and every day, you know, while you're there. So that, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing that you're doing. Yeah, and uh, I got some good news to tell everybody. Okay, I didn't know they they read it yet. Let's graduate Carmella. She had her firstborn today. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I saw that on like on a like a little blurb as I was kind of logging into the the show tonight, but I just didn't have time to read it. I, and I but I thought that's what it said, and I was gonna as the show was going on, I was gonna go back and check it. But no, I, I, I kind of heard it, but I, I didn't. I didn't really read into it. Does she have a boy or girl? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, hang on. It's a son. Son, okay. It's a boy. Um, very nice. Very nice. Yes, it's a boy. Baby boy. Oh, cool. Very nice. Yeah. So, so Red Boy, you had to pick a a finishing move. You know what? What one, and, and not not necessarily for you to use. Well, what one would you say was was probably the best? And then who who did it the best? There's only one person who could do it, okay? And he is the best, okay? And they banned that move. The 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 Undertaker, the Tombstone. Tombstone pile driver. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's you know, that and, and and I, you know, I when I when I was going through this process, I was thinking that you know when you like and we'll use the Undertaker as an example. When the Undertaker hit the Tombstone Piledriver, you knew that the match was essentially yep. over. Nobody was yep. getting up, and you're like, I don't think anybody has has done it better, you know. Than and I know, you know, they've used. You know the old school pile driver. You know I think Jerry Lawler did it very well, but the tombstone just looked, you know, very devastating. And you're right. I, I think the the Undertaker. I think you know did it best. Um, I don't think it'll mm -hmm. ever be duplicated. You know by anybody. Um, nope. Because and, they banned you know, that I, I move. Think, they banned that move. Yeah. You know, and. And you know, some of them, you know, rightfully so, you know, because it's probably one of the one of the the more dangerous finishing moves to to try to pull off correctly. Um, everything yeah. has to yep. go, you know, one hundred percent perfect um, to keep these guys from getting seriously hurt. Um, but it just looked when he did it, there was just something about his character. And you know, and the way he did it, especially when he was younger, when he was the younger Undertaker, and really, yes. was, you know, seemed unbeatable. Like you couldn't keep him down. And that you know, when when he, you know, when he cinched you up for that too, so you knew that the end was just a three count away. Um, and I have a lot of a lot of fond memories, um, you know, of the Undertaker and. Um, his, you know, his tombstone pile driver. 
But let me um mm-hmm. let me get to here. Uh, four seven nine, you're on in the room. Well, Howard, it's Granny. Hi, Granny. Hello, boy. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry okay. to recognize your number. <laughs> That's okay, dear. And I'm, That's okay. That's and okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had you on hold and didn't pick you up before Rat Boy because you're much more pleasant and easier to talk to than Rat Boy. <laughs> well, thank you, Howard. I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. So how's everybody how doing, doing tonight? I'm I'm doing well. I'm, we're hanging in I'm there. I'm um, Yeah, I am too, Rat Boy. I, I really am, yeah. especially after yesterday. Okay, um, real quick. Um, you know, we came to Tulsa Monday for David's um, pre-op stuff, and um, Monday afternoon, and they his bilirubin level was 7.7, so the doctor's office called us Tuesday and said, well, we don't think we're going to be able to do his surgery Wednesday. But what they did was they had me taking over to the doctor's office. They put the drainage bags back on the drains. They said, let's bring him in at 5.30 Wednesday morning to schedule, nothing to eat or drink, and we'll take his bilirubin level, see what it is in the morning. And we're like, okay. So I had him yesterday here at the hospital by 5.15, and they um, got it down. It got down to 5.4, so the doctor felt like it was safe enough to go ahead and proceed with the, you know, the surgery. Now... The plan was that they were going to take two-thirds of the liver, they were going to remove the tumor, and they were going to take his gallbladder, you know, take his gallbladder out. So they came and got him about 7.15, started the surgery about 9.30 yesterday morning. Everything was good. We were getting notices, like patient is doing well, and we did, we were told by the doctor last week, that there was one area that might present a problem. Well, he came out yesterday afternoon about 3 o'clock, and the look on his face was like, I told my sister-in-law, who's here with us from Florida, I said, something's wrong. Something's not right. And unfortunately, that problem that they were telling us about happened. They... The tumor that was on the liver blocking the bile duct had somehow attached itself to this artery that was close to the liver. So they basically had to stop everything. The only thing that they were able to do was take out his gallbladder. They didn't take any of the liver. They could not surgically remove the tumor. So basically where we're at now is depending on what the biopsies show from the liver and the lymph nodes and the gallbladder, but when we get those pathology reports back, the only options he's really going to have is possibly chemo or radiation. He might be here a year. He might be less. We don't know. They, the drains that he has in, unfortunately, those are going to have to be removed, and they're going to have to put larger drains in, and unfortunately, those drains, he's going to have to live with the rest of his life. So it wasn't okay. the news we were hoping for, 
Um, my friends in Tulsa that does Wrestling for a Cause, um, they're actually going to do a benefit show for David um, December 2nd here in Tulsa. And I have to share a very touching story with you all. Now, my husband and my son and I, we've known Tim Rockwell probably close to 20 years. He's been doing wrestling for a cause since 2011. And he actually told me yesterday that he says, Granny, I don't have my grandparents anymore. And you and David have been like grandparents to me since I started WFC in 2011. That brought tears to my eyes, guys. Wow. To, you know, mm. to, to to know. And his sister, I told his sister what he had said to me. She says, well, I feel the exact same way, Granny. You know, you love me. You love Dylan. You love our kids. You know, you, you, know, you, you know, you love the kids. And it just... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I tell you, I don't know what I would do without my wrestling family. But I talked with Tim last night for a good 45 minutes. Um, we're, we're, my sister-in-law, now like last night, I mean, he got up from recovery. He didn't want me going anywhere. And I told him, I said, baby, I said, you need a good night's sleep. I need a good night's sleep. I promise I will be up first thing in the morning. I was awake at 4 o'clock this morning, up here by 5.30, so I would not miss seeing the doctor. And I don't think the news has fully sunk in yet with David because the incision is so large from where they had to take the gallbladder that, you know, he's on pain medication. (laughs) So I don't think it's fully sunk I don't think it's fully sunk in to what – the doctor told him. Okay. But they, you know, it's, you know, I was just totally, I mean, I lost it yesterday. I just, I sat there and I bawled. I mean, I did my first live Facebook video and I, and I know I probably looked like crap on that video. I was so tired yesterday <laughs> afternoon. I mean, we had to be up here early and I was so tired. We were just all just emotionally wore out and you know the doctor I told the doctor I said you did everything you could you you know I we don't blame you for the I mean we know you did everything you could to try to help us 
and we appreciate that. Um, I'm just not sure what our options are from here. You know, I mean, I know even right. we're going to have to talk to somebody in oncology, um, but it's, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's it's not what we wanted to hear, Howard. You know, it's not it's not the news we wanted. Right. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it's it, it and it is you know bad news, but it's not the worst news you could have gotten. You know, and. And I know it's got to be rough, and, you know, and we are continuing to pray for you. You're, you're in my thoughts and prayers every day, um, you know. And um, and I know um, you um, you having um, – I know you had a round of T-shirts made um, to help with this and, and bracelets. Are, are, you, are you going to do another round of T-shirts and, and such? Well, um, and if you are, I'll probably – How can we – well, eventually I am. I, I, I've got the first order, the first pre-orders that we did. I've got that turned in, and I should have those shirts within a week, week and a half, roughly, you know, maybe within the next. I'll have them before the December 2nd show, so as soon as I get them, I will mail them out. Rat Boy, I've got your, you know, address, and like I said, um, Howard, okay. I'll have to get your address and stuff. And But... Um, I'm eventually going to do, you know, like another order, you know, just because people, you know, the funny thing is, you know, people for the longest time, they have been asking me, Granny, why don't you have merchandise? Why don't you have merchandise? And I said, because I'm not a wrestler, you know, and I never thought that, I mean, I had. 74 shirts pre-ordered, guys, from those two designs. Wow. 74 total. I mean, you know, and then I'm doing a non-wrestling-related show, you know, the bracelets, you know, David's Warriors fighting for David. They're going to be like a light gray shirt with, you know, that on the shirt for the people that aren't into wrestling. But one of my wrestling friends actually made me some magnets. And made me some stickers, and I tell you, the magnets, it says, together we fight, and it has the number four for David, and it's got the green, you know, cancer ribbon color, you know, mm-hmm. green cancer ribbon on it, on the magnet. Then he made me some stickers with that thing. The other stickers he made is the WFC design you know, wrestling for a cause design of me ripping one of the shirt designs on that sticker. I am on the sticker, guys. <laughs> it is so. It, it is so cool. And I mean, he only like he, he he did a bunch of them really quick for me. You know, to have at the WFC show that we went to this past Saturday. I mean, he had like ten of them, and he's gonna. He said he's gonna get me more. But I said, well, how much do I need to pay for these? And he says. Normally, you know, to make the, all of this stuff, it's like 150 bucks. But he says, for you, it's nothing. You, you know, I'm doing this for you, Granny, so you can, you know, sell these to raise money to help with the bills, you know, whatever. I, you know, and WFC, you know, and the people, the wrestlers, the people that they're sharing the post. I mean, about the show for David. You know, please come support our friends. These these people are family to us, you know. Please come support, you know. And I, 
it's just, it's really touching because there's one guy that used to help with WFC. He, he kind of worked behind the scenes. And he said, you know, WFC doesn't always do shows for kids fighting childhood cancer. Sometimes they do shows to help with the fight for family. And he mentioned mine and David's name about how big supporters we were of WFC and how much, you know, we have supported so many families over the years. You know, and he says, now David needs our help for his fight. And it's, I don't know, you'll have to look at, well, I I changed my cover photo on Facebook to that poster, you know, for the show for David, you know, on December 2nd. That's my new cover photo. So you're going to have to look at it because it is just like totally, I mean, I can't wait to, I can't wait to see the whole, I mean, I've got a picture of what the poster is going to look like. I'll have to send it to you because it's just, it's totally awesome what it's going to look like. But, um, you know, I, I'm i very humble. I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful. We are so appreciative of all the prayers, all the thoughts, all, you know, everything that everybody has done, you know, for people that have bought the shirts, bought bracelets, you know, whatever. I mean, I had a lady at my church the other day. She bought one bracelet and gave me forty dollars. At first, I thought wow. she just gave me a twenty. I, I at first I thought she just gave me a, a twenty dollar bill. I said, "Well, ma'am, I need to get your, your change." And she says, "No." She says, "You keep all of it. You keep the difference. I want you to keep it. I insist." So she bought one bracelet. And I was so humbled and so grateful and so thankful because, I mean, the bills are just now starting to come in. The hospital, his first hospital bill, guys, and I don't mean to be taking up time from your show, Howard. I, no, I apologize. No, because no, no, I mean, listen, take, take all the time you need. Okay, you know? <laughs> but the, the first hospital bill that he got, I got an itemized statement on the first hospital bill. I want you all to try to take a guess and see how much that hospital bill was. Just take a guess. Oh gosh, I'm I'm, I'm going to say probably twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> what do you think, Rat Boy? I want to say about fifteen. Okay. Are you all? I hope you guys are sitting down because I was shocked when they told when the insurance company told me. Well, yes, I mean, I, I'm kidding. I can't. Two no okay, it's two hundred and twenty-six thousand one hundred and nine dollars and seventy-five cents. That was for twenty days in a hospital. Oh my God! His can't forget the twenty-seven cents. His, <laughs> his hospital room. His hospital room. Per day, $1,876.77. Those two brain procedures that he had done, $15,095.41 a piece. Oh, my gosh. And this is this wow. was in Oklahoma, guys. This was in Oklahoma. I have no clue what this next hospital bill is going to be. 
I have no clue, you know, I mean, obviously it's not going to be as much because they didn't have to remove the tumor or two-thirds of his liver or whatever. And I apologize for the noise in the background. My hus- I'm up here no. spending the night with my husband at the ho- in his hospital room, and he's talking to a friend on his phone. But, but you know, it's just I am so – right now, I am just so overwhelmed. I am so – I – I don't want to be angry at it. I mean, I'm I'm not. I mean, you know, you know, you always you always hear people, you know, like something bad happens and they get angry at God. They get angry at why did this happen to this person? Why is this happening? You know, I'm not angry at God. Yes, I may not understand why it happened or the reasoning behind it. You know, I, I mean, because none of us are promised tomorrow. I mean, we all no. have to live. We all have to live as if today is our last day. We all have to do that. But, you know, yes, I don't understand why. You know, and my my sister-in-law and I thought, you know, okay, we got a good feeling about this. The surgery supposed to last five to six hours, you know, but he did everything he could to, but, you know, unfortunately, he was just not able to surgically remove that tumor because they would have had, they would have had to cut off the blood supply to the liver and that wouldn't have been a good thing. So they basically just, they had no choice but to, to have to stop. And, sure, and we sure. knew that risk. We we knew that risk could be there. I mean, we knew that a week ago. So we it wasn't like it was a big huge shock. I mean, it was a shock in a way, but we were prepared for the possibilities. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We will continue to pray for you and for David. And you know, mm-hmm. if you're in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area on December 2nd, you know, check out that event, Wrestling for a Cause. Um, the venue is, called, yeah, um, I will, the venue um, is um, called Venue um, 918 Incorporated. Um, let me post the address really quick because I can read the address to you. Hold on really quick. Hold on. Okay, there's one thing what Granny said, Okay. There's one thing that we don't say here in the building. We will never say goodbye. We always say, see you later. Because goodbye yeah, might absolutely. be the last word that you say. You know? We always say, see you later in this building. Absolutely. Okay, guys. The address is um, 11505 East 43rd Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. The venue is called Venue 918. The doors will open at 6 p.m. Bell time is at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $15, and people can buy their tickets at wfcprimelive.com. Perfect. Brandy, when you, when you get a minute, can mm-hmm. you send me that info, and I will continue to promote this at least, you know, I'm, I'm sure yes. I see a Brandy to do it on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. Um, you know, we'll promote yes. it, and you know, try to get as many people out there, you know, as we possibly can. 
Um, well, I appreciate it. Know. I will certainly send you send you the information. And then maybe yeah. maybe uh, in the future we can have a marathon of of Russian Russian uh, matches. You know, for a whole day. <laughs> and, and it, it's 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 been a little little rough stretch for the VOC Nation family. I know Stroh's been down for quite a while, and we have you know David you know down right right at the minute. And I mean, I know both of you have yeah. heard. I don't know how many other listeners out there have heard, but you know our, our good buddy Chaz Moretti wound up getting an infection. Yeah, yeah. Foot, I and they saw went up, that. They went I, up amputating, amputating I saw that. Right from the knee down. Um, I saw that. He's in, yeah, he's still in good spirits. You know, I've been talking to him. Um, you know, he's, he, you know, if you know Chaz, you know, it's it's hard for him to sit still. Um, you know, he's, he's ready to, to get out and honestly get back into the wrestling promotion business and doing his thing. And, you know, he, we had a, a, a conversation about um, – you know, Jimmy Hart had, you know, has the megaphone, and Jim Cornette's always known for, you know, the, the tennis racket, and now Chaz Moretti, in his own words, says he, he now has an artificial leg that he can use, you know, to gain, maybe to gain an advantage, you know, for, for his client in a match, and he said, you know, he could take it off and have it back on before the referee even turns around. So, he, <laughs> he's, he's in good spirits. Um, his wife, Amy, is, you know, Holding it together, um, I talk to both of them pretty regularly. It's not every day, probably every other day, um, but you know they're they're doing well. But you know he he's still got a little little road of recovery ahead of him. So you know add to your prayer list. You know as you're praying for Stro and for David and Granny. You know continue to pray for Chaz and and his recovery. Um, mm-hmm. You know and then we can get everybody back most healthy. Definitely, and, most definitely. You know all all on the same page. Um, you know, and, um, you know, it, 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 it is, you know, it is it, everything that resonates, you know, about the, the, the wrestling business, you know, the one thing that really kind of rings louder than the rest is, you know, the family that, you know, that it is and how tight knit, you know, regardless of how big the corporation or how big the business gets for one promoter or not, it's still, you know, a family, you know, there's, um, there's wrestlers out there that have made it, you know, to the very top tier that still talk about, you know, the family that, you know, that they grew up with, you know, when they used to travel the roads and, and, and all this, you know, all the stuff that they went through. So it, it is very much a, a family business, you know, when you, when you enter into it, you've entered not only into a business, but you've entered into a family of people that are there, you know, in, in good times and in bad times. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see everybody through to the good times again. Amen. So, Grace, Amen. Before, before you go, and I, and, and I don't want to tie you up too long. I know I know, David is anxiously waiting for you to get back. If you – we're talking wrestling finishers, um, and Rapley brought up the, the tombstone pile driver by the, from The Undertaker. It's synonymous with, with him and his character. If you had one finisher for one wrestler – that did it probably the best. What finisher would it be, and which wrestler did it the best? Well, you can't deny what Triple H did over the years. I agree. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean that was one of the. I mean, 
you know, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to make him mad. I wouldn't want that done on me. I mean, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And again, there's other there's other wrestlers that have done it, but nobody does the pedigree as well and as perfectly as the game does. He, you know, he does That's it. That's right. You know, That's to right. absolute perfection. Can I say one thing? Granny, <clears throat> I thought you were going to say the leg drop by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I mean, but you know what, Rat Boy, I mean. But you, you surprised me with Triple H, okay? Well, you know, I just, yeah, I mean, you know, Hulk Hogan, yeah, the leg drop, that's a big thing, you know, I mean. I there's so many, but there's so many great ones, right, boy? I mean, it's just it was really I know, hard to I know, but you surprised Oh, because I mean, well, because, well, whatever, you know. I mean, you're Granny Hoster. Granny Hoster would do the leg drop. Well, honey, no, I, I, I would not. I would not. No, I would not do the leg drop. I mean, because. I you know I've had two knee replacements for that boy I couldn't do the leg drop sorry I can't I have a pacemaker I couldn't do the leg drop okay uh-huh. I mean you know and you know these got these wrestlers you know they'll they'll come up to me and they'll say I had one come up to me Saturday night at WFC and they're like Granny you know um, isn't it past your bedtime and you know he's like gets on the phone like he's holding the telephone he says hello he says Granny the nursing home is waiting for you to come back it's past your curfew. You know, and I said, no, I said, Zach, it's past your curfew. They're looking for you so they can lock you up for the night. (laughs) (laughs) And Granny, Granny, I'm going to say one thing, okay? I know how it feels being in a ring. I know how it feels being hurt because I shattered my collarbone inside Ah. the ring. And I do feel for these wrestlers that get hurt. Yeah. 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 When I was putting my list together, there were two that actually I, I, I if I had to classify them, they would be one and one A. Um, and and just because I'm starting with one doesn't mean I prefer one over the other, but two moves really stuck out for me, and they're a little bit more older school, at least the guys that I'm thinking of when they did it. And the one is the spine buster that was delivered none, none better than by Arn Anderson himself. And I know guys Amen. like Bobby Lashley did it, and Beth, you know, Batista mm-hmm. did it, and Ahmed Johnson did it, but nobody did it better than Double A. Um, when he put That's it on true. you, that, that, that was all she wrote. Um, and I remember watching, you know, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, as, and then it morphed into WCW. So to me, the spine buster will always be, you know, so closely connected to Arn Anderson that it almost becomes inseparable. Uh, that's his move. Um, and, you know, to me that, you know, he, he did it best. And the other was, and because he did it so lightning quick, you know, in his younger days is Jake Roberts and the DDT. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nobody delivered a better DDT than yep. Jason Stake Roberts. And again, that's just my that's opinion. Sure. And I know guys have used that's it, but sure. when he was in when he was in Mid South and, and all those, you know, smaller promotions, it just came out of nowhere and it was lights out. Um, and again, for these guys to do what they do, to pull off that move, you know, to to protect their their opponent, and still make it look like they just crushed their skull or or broke their back, it says something to to the, you know to the performers themselves because it can go. We talked about the the Undertaker and his and his tombstone. Same thing with the pedigree. That can go so bad so quickly if it's not done correctly. And, you know, the guys that we just mentioned that are associated with this did it to perfection, um, you know. And, you know, to me that, you know, the Spine Buster and the DDT will always be Arn Anderson's and, and Jake Roberts, hands down. And this, we, we could debate that if you wanted to, but they're my two guys. They were the moves that I remember watching as a kid that was like, wow, okay, well, the match is over. It's, you know, this guy's not getting up. And, you know, when, when Arn put that on him, and then when Jake hit the DDT, I don't care who you are, you weren't getting up. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right, Howard, for sure, 100%. I mean, absolutely. And, and, and I remember an interview, I, I watched a small, it's about a three or four minute clip of Baron Corbin. I don't know who he was talking to, but they asked him specifically if you could have the chance of winning a world title or nobody kicking out of your finish, what would you pick? And his choice was, I don't want anybody kicking out of my finish because that's his finish. And, that, you know, that will always be associated with, he, you know, he's willing to give up world titles for nobody kicking out of his finish. And I think back in the day, that's kind of how these guys treated their finishes was this, this, is, how the, this is how it's going to end. And this is my. That's why they call it a finishing move. And I know some, some of them have morphed into the the guys, you know, wrestling package. Um, but you know, it, it's it's called a finishing move for a reason. It should finish the match. And you know, sometimes it, it sometimes it happens so quickly. If you blink, you missed it. Um, and I think that's a little bit what's missing in today's product. There's a lot of high spots. There's a lot of high impact stuff, and you. You know, it, that that quick surprise, you know, finishing movement just isn't there. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm too old, you know, and maybe the, the, the product has changed. But I think it, that's part of what is missing in today's product, a true finishing move where you know, you know, they've hit it and, you know, the, the, the match is over. You know, and again, you know, that's just one guy's opinion. And I'm sure there's another thousand ones out there. 
Um, but, you know, a finishing move should be just that. It's a finishing move and the match is over. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, well, you know, Granny, we, give me that, you know, give me that information, um, you know, and we will continue to, you know, promote that. If, if you're, if you, you know, if you're going to do more T-shirts, man, I don't care what you're going to put together, you know, let us know and, you know, we will put it out there. We'll put it on the VOC Nation website so people have access to it um, and, you know, they, they can donate, you know, to David's cause and, you know, help him, you know, get through this and, you know, make a full recovery. Well, we we are very grateful. We are very appreciative, very thankful just for everybody's prayers, the encouragement, the kind words, the support. I mean, you know, I, I set up a Cash App account just a short time ago, not even a month ago, and I think I've got, like, um, a few people that, you know, pay for their shirts through Cash App and, you know, other stuff. And I've got like $324, I think, built up in that or something wow. in less, than a, month, in less wow. than a month, you know. So it's like that's going to help with some bills. It's going to help with some travel expenses, you know, because like I said, you know, I'm having to drive. Like that's why we came over Monday because I didn't want to – Drive over here Monday, go back to Springdale, Arkansas, Monday afternoon, come back Tuesday to have him here by early Wednesday morning. You know, that's like almost right. two hours one way. You know, that's almost two hours right. one way. You know, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm not going to do all that driving. And <clears throat> so, my, you know, my neighbor, our neighbor, he's taking care of our dogs for us, which we're very grateful for his help. Um it's just it it's been a it's just been an experience that I mean, I would never wish any bad thing on anybody. But cancer is such a monster. I mean I I you know, I've helped with wrestling for a cause pretty much from day one since he started this this company. And I have met so many amazing families over the years, and I'm finally understanding what these parents have gone through, what they've went through with their kids, what they're going through with their kids, you know, dealing with my husband's situation. I mean, you know, when he was in the hospital back in August, you know, the doctor came to see him one day, and she shook his hand, and he got very emotional, and she says, talk to me, my friend. Tell me what you're thinking. He says, this is the first time I have been in a hospital since I was 14 years old to have my tonsils out. And he'll be, Whoa, seven, wow. he'll, he'll be 70. You there? McCraney, you there? Uh-oh, shot happened. You know, but oh, I mean, there you go. I'm sorry, we lost you for a minute, Granny. You, yeah, you, I'm, yeah, I'm here. out of 14. I'm here. Yeah, but I mean, right. but I mean, 58 years since he was 14 years old, he to have his tonsils out. That was the first time oh he'd been in the hospital. You know, oh. since he was 14 years old, and 
you know, it's just like, it's, you just, you, you never know. I mean, you just don't know. No, and, you, and you can't take any day for granted. You know, you really no, can't. We're not promised can't, tomorrow. You can't. That's we only right. have today. That's right. That's right. But, um, but that's right. I mean, that's true. But I love you guys, and God bless you all. I mean, tell Brady hello that I said hello, and when you talk to him, and I, you know, I just, um, and I will keep you guys posted. I'll send you that information, Howard. Um, I just, like I said, I'm just trying to get the through. Hang in there, there, girl. There's oh, yeah. in there. I know. I know. I know. I mean, I am not one for being a quitter. Anybody that knows me knows I am no quitter. I will fight for everything I believe in. I will fight with all my might. And, you know, I just, um, I've been talking to a lot of professional wrestling friends the past few days off and on that I know personally. And that has been a huge encouragement, you know, to me uh, these last couple of days. And, you know, without my wrestling family, I mean, um, I don't know what I would do. You know, I've, 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 I've been messaged people like, you know, Ron Simmons, Robert Gibson from the Rock and Roll Express, Brian Kendrick, uh, Bobby Fulton, you know, they've all been messaging me off and on, you know, the past couple of days, you know, and I, you know, and I am privileged and honored to be able to call these guys my friends and my family, you know. I mean, no, I'm not related to, I'm not related to any of them, but they're my family. They're family. Right. And that's and that's the one mm-hmm. thing that, Howard, that I don't think people understand in this business. When you are part of a wrestling organization, whether it be independent, whether it be professional, whatever, it's family. Right. You know, and they and they are there for you. They are there with you. They are there to help you any way, shape and form. And, you know, people just people sometimes just doesn't understand that. And that's okay. I mean that's it, okay. Right. If it, it, it's okay that they don't understand it because those that do understand it get it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, you know, and I would I would trust my wrestling family more than I would sometimes other people that I may know, you know. And right. I mean, it's, but that's just the way that I am, you know. And my sister-in-law is so amazed. I mean, we took my sister-in-law to an independent wrestling show. Um, the 28th of October in Rogers, Arkansas. And my one friend that made me the stickers and the magnet for me, you know, and stuff, mm-hmm. he was being the heel that night. And normally he's the baby face. Sam's normally okay. always the baby face. He was the bad guy that night. I got to chop him. And when I <laughs> chopped him, and he, and he was standing there really close to me, he says, Granny, slap my cheek, slap my cheek, and I, I popped him. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because there was another match 
that my Tommy Dean and Kilt Kilbane, Colt Kilbane were wrestling. Yeah. And Colt comes up, Granny, I thought you were dead. Yeah. And I said, well, Colt, I said, you'd be disappointed if I was, you know. I said, you love me. You know what you do. And he says, I don't love you. And I said, yes, you do. I said, you just don't want to admit it. So he, he's like, and I'm, you know, I'm cheering for Tommy. He says, he comes out and he sticks his head out through the ring ropes and he says, Randy, if you don't sit down and shut up, I'm going to come down there and I am going to break your hip. I said, come on, what are you waiting for, big boy? I said, are you scared of me? I said, trying to hide it behind the referee? I said, come on. I said, what are you waiting for? And Tommy Dean comes down and he raises my arm in victory like I was the winner. And everybody started the granny chant. And he's like, Colt's like, stop chanting her name. I can't stand that. <laughs> but my sister-in-law was so amazed oh, wow. at how many people, how many friends I have who I consider family in this business. You know, I mean, she was so right. amazed the support that David and I have, my wrestling family, you know, no matter who it is. I mean, and, you know, we're honored, we're blessed, we're privileged to be able to call these people our friends and our family. You know, I don't know what I would do without my wrestling family. Right. No, it, it so, definitely is a good family to be in, you yes, know, and you know, they'll, 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 sure. you know, they'll, they'll always, they'll always be there for you just through, you know, through, through good times and bad, you know, they'll, you know, they're not, they're not fair weather friends. They're not just around because you're having a party or whatever. They're there because they genuinely care, you know, about how you're doing and, and how things are going. Absolutely. And they would give you the shirt off their back even if they didn't have one to give. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's a very rare breed. And like you said, people don't understand it, but those that don't understand it, maybe they're not, they're just not meant to understand it because those that do understand it a thousand percent. That's right. And they get it. And, and they get it. And they get it. They, and they get it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. So... But you guys are absolutely the best, and, you know, I will definitely keep you guys posted on everything. And um, if anything changes, I'll, you know, definitely let you all know. You know, I'll I'll keep you all updated what's going on with his, you know, plan and, where you know, what, you know, what's happening and everything like that. But just we definitely – Feel the prayers out there. I mean, we can definitely feel them. We know that they're there. That they're there. So. No, that's good. Yeah, and, any, and anything we can do, you know, to help support you, let us know. You know, and we'll we'll get it out there. We'll get it out to the people, and you know, try to try to you know promote these things. You know, to the best of our ability. Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys very, very, very much. You know, you all are the best, and. I love you guys wholeheartedly, and, you know, God bless you all. So. Yep. Yep, love you, Gray, and you're welcome to call okay. in any time you want and talk about whatever I you pre- want. I appreciate that, guys. Appreciate that and so tell, much. And tell your husband, Rap Boy, say, get well soon. I will. I will, Rap Boy, for sure. Okay. 
Have a good evening, guys. All right, great. Yeah, good evening. Yeah, well, good see night, you later. Great. All right, bye. Well, that, that, that's good that he's getting better, you know. That, that Yes. You know, again, all three of them were getting better. All three of them were getting better. Put it that yes. way. Yes, yes. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't the the most positive outcome that they were looking for, but it's still a positive outcome. And you know, David's going to come through this. He's you know he's going to you know he, he's going to conquer this, just like Chad is going to conquer his his issue, <laughs> and Stro is well on the way to you know battling back from from his illness and he'll be back here sooner than later um you know it, he's got you know a couple more couple more hurdles to clear um and then he'll be you know back with us um i don't know if it'll be a, a full full-time schedule at first but you know listen we'll take him you know as often you know uh, you know yeah. as, as we can hear from him and he, he did promise that we you know, we would hear from him soon. He just got a couple more hurdles to clear, a couple more, um, you know, things to go through to, you know, to get better. And we do continue to pray for, for Stro, for Chaz, and for, for Granny and Dave. Um, and again, that that wrestling oh, for man, on that, that, that means, uh, for Chaz, okay. I know you might be listening, Chaz. Please don't break a leg. <laughs> If it does, it might be over top of your head, Rap. Well, you got to be careful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that wrestling for a cause is in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on December second, um, at the venue nine one eight. It's at one one five zero five East Forty Third Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and Granny, I apologize, I forgot when the doors open and when when the bell time is. Um, but she'll get us that information over. Um, and you know, hopefully we'll have it for you come Tuesday show next, next week. Um, next week, yeah, and and you know we'll promote that. Um, but um, Rat Boy, did you did you watch all of? I almost wanted to say pay per view, but they've changed it now to premium live events. I don't know why it's not a pay per view, but it, it is what it is. But did you get to watch Crown Jewel at all? Yes, I did. Okay, I, I just have, I don't know, I. it wasn't the best of shows. I mean, some of the matches were good. Some of the matches, I think, were a, a little long. Um, uh, overall, and what, did I, what great, did I say Friday night? Well, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll get that in one second. If you had to give it a grade, what kind of grade would you give that? To me, I would give you a B. A B. Okay. See, I, I was going C plus, so we're we're close. We're close. Yeah. I I don't think it was the best pay per view, you know, that they've had. Certainly wasn't the worst. I think it was kind of right there in the middle. Um. And and we'll run down the card, um. You know, and, and kind of get you know feedback and and you know, bounce some comments off of, off of each other. But, you know, I just, I, I, I can't say that I wasn't happy because, I mean, overall it was, it was an okay show. Um, and if you want to call in and comment about Crown Jewel, the number is 914-338-1885. Um, but we're talking um, Crown Jewel now. Um, 
we'll start with, uh, I'll just go in the order that they're listed here because I can't remember the order that they, that they actually happened, but you had uh, Sami Zayn and uh, J.D. McDonough. Yes. I didn't care for that uh, one for some reason. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it just seemed to me, I don't know, it, it, it was kind of thrown together, and it's, it's nothing against Sammy or J.D., it just uh, it didn't have that you know what are they fighting for feel like what you know what's going on, um, and you can kind of backdoor and say well JD's trying to get into Judgment Day and he's trying to prove himself, but the match went nine minutes and forty seconds. Mm-hmm. Normally not a bad not a bad length for any match, but it 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 just I don't know it lacked something it just. It, it did. It didn't do it for me. It didn't have that spark. I don't think it's a. It was a a good match to start the start the show off. I think you need to start the show off on a, on a little bit of a high note and kind of build on it from there. Um, and to me, that that you know and that, that, match that was, was on a pre that was on a pre show. That, yeah, that was on the pre show, and, and I get it. You know, it, it was it was the pre show match, but I think that match should kind of build excitement as you're as you're trying to kick off the show i think you know and i don't know what they could have done differently i don't know if they could have had a a, another match in there i don't know if Sami Zayn and and jd mcdonough were the right two to put on you know the pre-show but it it just it lacked something it lacked a spark it lacked that that oomph to get them over the hurdle to start the show Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know, it, 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 it felt kind of flat. Yeah. It, it, you know, I mean, again, not, not, yeah. no, you're not taking away from Sammy or JD because I think they're, they're both great no. performers. But, you know, I think maybe they could have had a different match starting there. Then you had Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre, which I thought could have been a better match. It went long, it went 18 minutes and 20 seconds. I think they could have done a lot more in 14 or 15 minutes. I I really thought maybe this was going to be Drew McIntyre's time. I don't know what they're what they're doing with him. It seems like he's been on the big shows. He, he's kind of like um, almost where he, he, he's he, you know he's he's promoted to these shows. He, he's in on on the the bigger cards and then he falls flat and. I like I like Drew McIntyre. I like him a lot. I I, just, I don't know where his character is going. Like where, I don't know. You know where where does he fit into the picture now? Um, yeah, but let me show what happened at the end. Yeah, no, I uh, I I did. I I just I just don't. You know, I, I give, put it this way. I give okay. But just Brian said Monday night. Sammy Zane owned that that briefcase. Put it that way. Yeah. Because, because yeah, what I, it is that he did help just rounding out, you know. Helped him out. Right. Yeah, and, and I, I felt like and and it was missing in the last couple of Rollins matches. Like it I don't think that he really was was, you know, Accentuating his back injury, I don't think he was until this match. I mean, 
you know, he's mm-hmm. got a back injury, but it, he really showed it in this match, and I think he should have been doing that, you know, three or four matches ago. Um, but he really showed it in this match, which I thought was good. I thought, you know, he's okay. He's got this now. Now he's, you know, he's a a wounded champion, but he, but he's still scrapping. He's still fighting, and he's still giving it his all. And I think that's kind of what what I took out of this match was. Okay, you know he's he's got a back injury, he's weak, but yet he had he had just enough to beat Drew McIntyre. So now that leads me to believe, okay, the next whoever the next challenger is going to be could be yeah. the guy that dethrones him. And 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 I and I like the direction that they're taking Seth Rollins in. I just don't really know what what direction Drew McIntyre is going in. And there is still you know listen to there's a thousand rumors on the internet, you know, and you can take them, yeah. you know, with there, a grain of salt. There is but, a lot of rumors. But, you know, it, it's still rumored that he's at the end, that Drew's at the end of his contract, that he may not renew. Um, but they're still kind of trying to, you know, bring him along and, and maybe get him to sign. So maybe that's why he didn't, you know, he didn't beat Seth. But, uh, you know, I, I just think he's kind of stuck in limo. And, and I, uh, you know, I, to me, just he he feels a little bit stuck. Um, the match that kind of surprised me was the the next one was the the fatal five way for the for the women's match. I think it was yeah. I think it was the perfect yeah. amount of time. It, it it went it went eleven minutes and five seconds, and I really thought if Rhea was going to lose the title, it it wouldn't be because she was pinned. It would be because somebody else. You know, maybe you know, just say Nia Jax pinned Zoe Stark to win the title. Right. And I thought, well, this this could be the end of of her reign, and, and I I kind of felt that way pretty much through the whole match. Really, like you, you could see somebody other than Rhea Ripley winning the match, but not necessarily pinning Rhea Ripley. Which I think that's in it when you get multiple performers in the ring at the same time, that's kind of what you have to present. And and I feel like, you know, these women pulled that off effortlessly. It looked it looked really good. It, you know, it was it was done well. Again, it was eleven minutes, five seconds. I thought it was it was the perfect amount of time um you know, to have all of those um the ladies in the ring all at the same time. Um you know, and you know, I, I think they did a really, a, a really fantastic job. You know, all of them together. I, I did think it, at some point Nia Jax was going to win it. That's kind of who I had um, when I was watching it. I was like, well, you know, I think, I think she could win it. I think this is going to be her night. But it does set up a, you know, an interesting set of challenge. You know, it kind of resets the challengers now, where, you know. Jax or Rodriguez or or Baylor or or Stark could challenge, and so now Ripley has four potential challengers lined up. Um, well, I already got the uh, the one. pick for uh, for Survivor Series. Yeah, I, I, I missed I missed all on Monday. Okay, it's Ripley versus Starch. They had a battle. Okay, they, had no, a, they had a, a royal. They had a, some kind of battle royal or something like that, you know, for the females. 
So it, it's Ripley and Zoe Stark at Survivor Series? Yep. I got to pull that up. I want to see that. Just because, I, like I said, I missed her all. I don't know what I was doing. It came, to, it came um, down to Shayna Baszler and, and Stark at the end and Stark's warning. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, and, and that kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, I I like Zoe Starks. I like, you know, how far she's come. Oh, there you go. I got Rhea Ripley and Zoe Stark. They got Gunther and The Miz. And then they got, looks like Rollins, Rose, Uso, and Zane versus the Judgment Day of Finn Balor, Damian Priest. Mysterio and Yeah, and in Oregon cage. In a cage. Yeah. I can't wait to see and, that and, one. In a war game. And, I, and, and, again, we're going to get back to Crown Jewel, but I'm, I'm just focused on that war games match. I, I have a, a – my gut reaction is I think this may be J.D. McDonough's last match with the Judgment Day. I think he does something to where the Judgment Day doesn't win – at war games, and mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be JD's fault that they lose, and I think that will be the yeah because because what happened at the end at the end of the show there right they're all out there sorry Adam Pearl got in the ring got on him and said you guys want to keep on playing games guess what you are going to play games okay right there at Survivor Series and that's when the war games start right there you know okay. And, and, and I like what they're doing with um, Nick Aldis and, and Adam Pearce separating, you know, have two general managers. They're trying to keep the brands apart, which I, I think is good. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, 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 you know I, I, I like Adam Pearce as a general manager. Um, I, you know, I think he's got a good presence, you know. Um, and I think Nick Aldis will do well. Um, on SmackDown now that he knows that, you know, this is his show, you know, and mm-hmm. no role is, you know, is, is going to interfere in SmackDown and vice versa. So I, I hope that they keep it that way and they keep the, the brand split going, you know, back the way it, you know, it was what I believe was, it was initially, you know, set up to do. Um, but, you know, I, I do like it. Uh, you know, I, I am waiting for, you know, them two to kind of kind of clash. I don't know if it'll be at, at this Survivor Series or or not, but, the, you know, eventually Adam Pearce and Nick Aldis are going to come head-to-head, and w- whether whether it's a, you know, a 4-on-4 four four or a 5-on-5, whatever it is, um, to kind of assert their dominance as, you know, either Raw or SmackDown being the, the number one brand for WWE for bragging rights. You know, and for yeah. you know, we you know we are the better show. And so I like kind of where that where that's headed. I just hope it doesn't develop too quickly. I hope it it develops maybe until next Survivor Series. You know, and they they like kind of let this build organically and and you know get you know get these guys together and let the tension build for a little while. Because I think that's where WWE is lacking. They don't let the story build because they have so many pay-per-views right, right. now, you know, they, they don't let it build. I remember, I mean, you know, you know, when I was younger, it really was only the, you know, the big four, you know, and that, that was it. So you had to wait, you know, two months between 
you know, like WrestleMania and, and SummerSlam before you got the big match, you know, between two guys right. or between a tag team or, or whatever. So you had time. You had eight weeks, you know, to to build a story going into that pay-per-view. Now you get three weeks. I just think it, I feel like it's rushed sometimes. Um, but, you know, I, I like where that's going. Like I said, I like how the women did. I, I think, you know, looking at it, I think it was probably one of the one of the best matches on the card was the 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 women's championship match, and I think that speaks volumes for how far WWE has come in their women's division um, and making it you know a a top tier division you know with within their organization. I think they've done it you know very very uh-huh. well. You know, um, the one thing I do hope that they bring back is you know, the old, you know, you have 30 days to defend your title, you know, because I... They should bring that and, and we'll get, you know? And, and, and we'll get to that with Roman Reigns, but I think that's where the legitimacy of his long reign of, you know, 1,100 days or whatever it is now is kind of tarnished a little bit because, all right, you, you defended your title maybe 10 times you know, in in the last year and a half where you, you should have defended it, you know, you know, 25 times in that amount of time, but they seem to yeah, forget yeah. the 30-day clause. Yeah. But, you know, um, Solo Sokoa and John Cena, I, I think this match had its moments. Um it went 16 minutes and 10 seconds, which is probably probably about four or five minutes too long. I think this match should have been about 11 minutes. Um, it should have went less. I, yeah, yeah, it should have went about 11 minutes, you know, 10, 11 minutes. Um, uh, you know, I, I do like John Cena putting Solo Sokoa over. I think it legitimizes Sokoa as, you know, as a as a legitimate contender now. Um you know, I, and put it this way, I like put it, it this way, what me and uh, John from Top Rope Radio, we were talking uh, the other night, okay, John Cena never beat the bloodline, none of them. He hadn't beaten any of them? Nope, he didn't beat not one bloodline. He fought them all. I did, that I didn't know. But I wasn't really paying that much attention yeah. to it. Okay. I don't know. Now, now John, is, uh, you can't see him because he went in the hiding now. You ain't going to see him <laughs> for a while. Well, you know, now, now that the strike is over in Hollywood, it's it, it, we'd be hard-pressed to get him back. Um, and, you know, I... I think the way he exited the arena that night, <laughs> I thought, you know, yeah. was really good. You know, he he was dejected, he was upset, and he took his time mm-hmm. walking walking up the ramp to give the crowd, you know, the time. To, yeah. And it's, again, if, it, if this is his last match or last match for a while, you know, it, it, it gives him the time, the fans the time to appreciate everything that he's done. You know, right? You know, for I don't, you know, twenty years. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but twenty plus years or whatever he and was. Put it um, this way, okay, John Cena, okay. 
But I like him. I like him what he's doing. Okay, with the Sunshine Foundation, you know, you know the the, the dream for the kids and all that other stuff. He broke the world's record for doing that. I'm happy for that. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With the Make a Wish, he has fulfilled more Make a Wishes than than anybody, not just wrestlers, yeah. just, than anybody. And I, the, the, yep. the number is just mind boggling. It's, it, I, it's in the hundreds, I believe, and and I don't, again, I don't have it in front of me, but it's he he has done a he's been a very good ambassador for WWE yeah. and for Make a Wish and all that he's done um, for them, you know. And again, you know, and, I, and, and, uh, and there's one thing, okay? You got you, now you see him. Next time you're going to see him, okay? I'm going to tell you, okay? At the Hall of Fame. He's going in the Hall of Fame in Philadelphia. Watch and see. Yeah, I was just to say, yeah, we won't see him until WrestleMania, which, yeah, yeah, is in Philadelphia. Yeah, he will be gone um, probably until WrestleMania. Um, yes. Yeah, and this, I, 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 I wouldn't be upset if they put him in the Hall of Fame already. Um, or they might, they might just put him in a, uh, in a Royal Rumble. You never know. Yeah. Listen, you know, we we say, you know, each and every week, you know, you, you never say never in the world of professional yep. wrestling. So, you yep. know, we're, we're predicting him to come back, you know, at WrestleMania. He could very well come back at Survivor Series or, like you said, or the Royal Rumble or, you know, or an earlier Raw or SmackDown or, or somewhere, you know, along those lines. But my, my yes. initial – excuse me. My initial thought was he's not returning to WrestleMania. And yeah, I, I, again, I wouldn't be upset if they put him in the Hall of Fame. Um, still kind of being semi-active because Rey Mysterio is, is in. He, he, he deserves it, you know. He he does deserve yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. much I hate the guy, he deserves it. Uh, right, I you know I hands down, you know he he does deserve it. He's earned it. He's earned that spot. Um, yes. But I do I do like the fact that he you know that Solo beat him. Um, it, it elevates Solo Sokoa a little bit, which I think he was lacking. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see maybe a little dissension between him and and Roman Reigns a little bit, um, just to just to add a little tension to to the bloodline. I don't think the bloodline's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, well, we will find just, we will find this, we will find this answer out tomorrow night on SmackDown. What what do they got going on on SmackDown? I'm not sure yet. I didn't even okay. see anything about it. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I I I like it. I like the solo one. Um, again, the match was probably a little bit longer than than it could have, you know than it probably should have been, but it, it it was a decent match, you know. So you know, I, I was happy with you know with the outcome. Um, Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio, Logan Paul winning the United States Championship. And I said that what are your for thoughts on that? I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved every bit I, of it. My, my, my only hang-up with that is, and, and it's not a hang-up per se, but if Logan Paul now competes full-time, I don't have a problem with him winning the title. But if he's going to be like a Brock Lesnar, if he's going to be like a Roman Reigns, and he's not going to be 
you know, out there, you know, every week or every other week. I, 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 have, a, I have a problem with guys that are part-time, you know. And, again, Logan Paul does sell tickets. He sells tickets to non-wrestling fans who come to, to these events, and, and, he, and he does put fans in the seats. But, you know, it's, the, the U.S. title is, you know, it's right up there with the Intercontinental title. It is, you know, the essentially, you know, a, a number one contender spot for the world champion. If you made it to that level, you know, you, you're you on track to get a world title shot. Um, and I, and I, can, I, I, I can see where I, I can see that story, where that story is coming from. What did I say a couple weeks ago? I, I don't remember. I can't remember yesterday. Man. Uh, <laughs> I said that. The LWO is going to have a new member. Is he going to kick out Ray Mysterio Jr.? And guess yeah, what I, happened? I, I thought that, I thought that would have happened already. What happened was that Logan Paul had brass knuckles. He, uh, what happened? He dropped the brass knuckles, and all of a sudden, one of the members from LWO came up and picked him up, ready to go after uh, Logan Paul's buddy. That that Mexican from LWO laid the brass knuckles right there in the ring and chased the guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, and that yeah. means Ray Mysterio is going to get on LWO. Okay. Why you? Well, how can you take those brass knuckles? That's when they're going to get kicked out. And that's when Carlito is going to be the new head LWO leader. Watch this shit. Yeah, and you know, and I, I can see kind of Ray Mysterio, uh, well deserved, you know, kind of. I don't want to say slipping into retirement, but you know, probably by the end of the year, I, you know, I think he'll be ready to hang it up. Um, and again, mm-hmm. a well deserved Hall of Fame induction because um, you know he, he's another guy that has earned it. He's done so much for the business, and and not only so much for the business, but so much for the business being a smaller guy. He was never a big guy. Um, he, he was never, you know, the size of Triple H or Batista or or, nope. or even, you know, Kevin Owens for that matter. I mean, Kevin Owens is still a little bit of a bigger guy. Ray was always a smaller guy. And, you know, we tend to cheer for the underdog. And Ray was, you know, the perennial underdog, you know, his entire career. And I think that's what endeared us to him. And we could get behind him because, you know, listen, if Ray can be a wrestler, and that would inspire other smaller guys to, you know, to try their hand at it and and do it because Ray did it. Ray, you know, again, being a smaller guy, was able to compete at such a high level for such you, a long time. You know time. what? You know what? You know, Tuesday night, in the room, 730, I'm going to ask Kathy a question, okay? Okay. I'm going to ask her, okay, if, if I can't show up, you could ask her that, what I said, okay? Okay. Is Ray Mysterio Jr. smaller than you? <laughs> I, I will, yeah, if you're not the one, I will, I will tell her that you are asking that question. Because I know, I yeah. know that, that, that Ray and Kathy are, are, are close. Um, they're very yeah. good friends. So, you know, we will, yes. we will find that answer out. Um, yeah, and you know, it, it, again, if, if you can't be on it, you know, I, I will ask in your absence. Um, yes, 
That's a very interesting question. I, I didn't even think about that. I, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> That's a good um, but, question. Yeah, and if you're not on, I will, I will, I will ask her for you. Yeah, please. Um, but again, it was a good match. I think you know, was 17 minutes 55 seconds. I think it was a, a for for most of that match, it, it was a very entertaining match. It, it, it was very well put together. I think they did a great job for close to 18 minutes. Um, you know, I I I just hope that you know, with Logan Paul winning this, that he be, that he now commits full time to the WWE. I mean, I like him as a performer. I just don't like him part time. Um, and again, I think he can draw non wrestling fans, you know, in, into yep, that's what, being that's what fans. Trying to do, that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, they're, and they're trying to get you know a different fan base into you know. The, the 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 company to you know to bring in you know f- you know fresh bodies and you know to add some excitement to it. Um, oh, speaking of bodies, yeah. speaking of bodies, Logan Paul after the match, he took a shower when he with the belt on. Took a shower. There's a big picture of, <laughs> on on the internet about that. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny, but yeah, I just hope he becomes full time and and yeah, commits to you know being a true you know United States champion. Because I mean, again, all of these titles have a lot of history. You know, the United States title goes back to the old NWA days. You know, you know Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, you know Magnum PA, you know Tully Blanchard, guys like that held this United States championship. Maybe not that particular title. Mm-hmm. But it was the United States Championship. Nikita Koloff had it. Um, so there's a lot of history there, and, and I hope that he does does the belt justice and and is able, you know, to um, to commit to it and, um, and and do it right. You know, again, I don't have a problem with him winning it if if he's if he comes back full time. And put it this way, okay. To the WWE headquarters, I know you guys are listening. Make sure you write the story right on Logan Paul, please. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah. Let's do let's do Logan Paul some justice, and and maybe it brings in you know a, a a fresh set of contenders for um, Logan Paul. I would love to see, and I don't know if they've ever wrestled yet, but I would love to see Logan Paul mix it up with Chad Gable. Um, I think that would be a very entertaining match. Um, yes. Yes. I, you know, no. I, we, you know, we know we know what we have in Logan Paul. We know what we have in Chad Gable. I think they, those two, could put on a, a not not only just one match, but they could have a series of matches, you know, between pay per views and a, a a good series, you know, of of matches, you know, between the two. Um, yeah. And, and be very entertaining. Um, I know back in the day, you know. Nikita Koloff and, and Magnum PA did a best of seven during Starcade, not Starcade, Great American Bash, I believe it was. Um, and, you know, Nikita went up 3 nothing on Magnum PA, and, you know, he battled back to 3-3, and I believe Nikita finally won the, the seventh fall. But I could see them doing something similar to that with Logan Paul and Chad Gable. I think it would sell tickets. I think it would be entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's somebody that they need to consider – you know, as a contender for Logan Paul, 
and that that would give them you know a, a couple of months of you know matches between the two. And, you know, I think there would be very good matches. Uh, I, I um, got but, a good know. match for you. I got a good match for you. Okay? Yeah. Gunther versus Logan Paul. Yeah, but then I think you would have to have a either a unification or they would hold uh, both titles. That would be a belt for belt, too. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I just, I was never a big fan of of wrestlers holding two titles. I, I, I don't know why, it just, I, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know, I just, I just didn't get it. Um, and I know they did it with Roman Reigns and they made it work and, you know, they did it, I believe, with the Ultimate Warrior back in the day. Um, and, you know, and, and there's others that I'm missing. Titan, the Titans now. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they need to kind of separate them a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I think Raw and SmackDown should have, you know, a world champion, their own belt, their own belt, their their own belt a, a, a women's champion, and, and a tag team champion, and then the United States title goes to one side, and Intercontinental title goes, you know, to the other, and that would kind of mm-hmm. set your your tier group with, um, with championships, and you know, and I think maybe. With war games, maybe this is where they separate Judgment Day, and they're able to maybe separate the titles and and have two separate tag team titles again, one on Raw and and one on SmackDown. <laughs> um, and I think that would help define that that brand split that I believe you know Triple H is trying to do. Um, yeah. You know, but you know, but you know, but time will tell. So then we had. Neo Sky and Bianca Belair. That's it went the one 16 minutes, I like. 35 seconds. I love that one. I, 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 I like this one. I didn't like it as much as the other women's match, but this match was very good. I think Neo Sky and Bianca Belair did a, did a great job. Um, and plus, you know, working together. And plus, you ready? I said a couple weeks ago, Tower Singh, she's back. Yeah, she's back. She's back, and, and she's aligned herself with Eo Sky, which I think spells the end of damage control, which has kind of been building, slowly building over over the last couple of weeks and months. Um, and again, yep. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing to 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 split up, have Eo Sky kind of break away from that and and establish her own identity as she already as she's starting to right. do. Right. Being, you know, the the women's champion, I think it'll be good for her. Um, but but there's one thing know, though. I, there's one thing though. Tara Singh used to be a tag team partner to her. Right. Okay. Right. Real Sky. But you know right. who's going to interfere? Her other tag team partner, Oscar. Yeah, I, I could see it's, that. Yeah. What it is that I think I, I think it's probably Oscar against Eo Sky again. Whoever gets Tower Sheen. Put it that way. Yeah, I, maybe Tower Sheen maybe Tower Sheen will be the guest referee for that match. If it happens. Yeah, I, 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 I like the three friends they, right there. They're all three right. friends right there, you know. 
Yeah, and, and, and I like to think... And you're going to knock out the damage guy. control. You're right. going to knock out I, the I damage control. I thought Io Sky was just going to kind of be a transitional champion. She wasn't going to hold it very long. Um, but I like the fact that they've, they've kept it on her, and, and she's doing well. The crowd reacts very well to her. Um, yes. And, and, I mean, and, and she can work. Um, a very good worker, very good performer um, in her own right. And I think that's why they had to kind of separate her from damage control to get her out from under kind of Bailey's shadow, if you will. Um, right, that's why, that's why Carrie Queen came back. It's a right. uh, Japanese, Japanese Russian right. good, okay? Yeah, no, I'm absolutely with and a I, Japanese person. Yeah, and, you know, I, um, I know, and I know um, Steve's not on, I mean, he didn't call in tonight, but, um, you know, I, I do like, you know, the Japanese wrestling. I, I've been watching a little bit more of it. Um, he's been sending me some matches from YouTube that I've been watching that are that are very entertaining, um, you know. And I, I think that whatever they're doing over in Japan, um, they're doing it right. You know, the the crowd is behind them. You know, they're they're behind they're behind the performers. They're behind the wrestlers. They're and they're very into it. Um, and I just don't think here in the United States that we're we are that into it. And a lot of it is because of I think the the what feels like very quick stories, very kind of thrown together um, kind of things, you know, matches like we talked about earlier with Sami Zayn and um, and Jamie yep. Dunn, it just felt thrown together. It didn't have time to develop. Um, but over in Japan, they kind of let these stories kind of tell themselves and play out, um, which I think we need to, which we used to do here in the United States. They used to tell right. stories, you know, for an entire year guys would be going at each other and, you know, they might finally get, get their hands on each other at a pay-per-view if, if the feud started in January. Actually, actually, the main they, pay-per-view, the grand, the granddaddy of a more WrestleMania. That's where everything would, would fall apart. Right, but, but it would start, And you one storyline into a new storyline. Right, but, but the story at, at WrestleMania building towards WrestleMania would start in like July of the, you know, the year before WrestleMania would build, you know, those five or six months leading into WrestleMania right. and that hype would build and it, yeah. it just doesn't build anymore. Um, but, you know, I, I think with Triple H, I think it's getting back to that. Um, I think we'll see better stories. I think we'll see more stories to kind of make sense and follow a storyline. Um and, and I kind of like the direction that it's headed. I, I think Triple H has to get a couple more pay-per-views solidly under his belt. I think this is what his second one now that he's been that is officially his, all his. Um, mm -hmm. And, and I, I kind of like the direction it's going. It's slowly building. It's, it's building up, but we'll get there. Um, and we had Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest won 11 minutes five seconds. Of course, Cody Rhodes beating. Damien Priest. What are your I, thoughts I on that? that. Really, I didn't yeah, care yeah. for that one. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, I thought going into it that I wanted to to watch it, but about three, four minutes into it, I was like, ah, all right, this, it can end now and I would be and I and, and at that point I didn't care who won. <laughs> but after about three or four minutes I'm like, all right, let's just end it and 
and be done. And they tried to kind of build it a little bit, but I, I, I just I, I, I couldn't get behind Cody Rhodes or Damian Priest. I just I yeah. again it was it that it was something was almost along the same lines as Sami Zayn and Jaden McDonald. Something was missing. Yes. Um, yep. In that match, it just it just it fell short, and for two, for all intents and purposes, top tier guys like Damian Priest and yeah, Cody Rhodes, what that, that match should never what fall flat. That, okay. What happened was that the only thing was okay that I liked in that match when Finn Balor came out, all of a sudden Jay Uso shows up and kicks in. Right. Yeah, no, I mean it, 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 had, it had a lot going on outside the ring, but uh, you know, yes. I, and and I get it because because of the 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 fashion because of you know Judgment Day being involved and and also being you know Cody's you know for all intents and purposes his tag team partner they kind of got to work them into that match, but I, I think the match could have been better if they just would have let these two guys go at it and, and have a, a solid match. But, and again, maybe these two guys, maybe they just can't work together. I don't know. There's just guys that, you know, maybe aren't good together, not taken away from either one of them because independently they're, they're great performers. But maybe, you know, Rhodes and Priest just, they don't have that chemistry. They don't have that, you know, the old Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat kind of chemistry no. or – Randy Savage and Steamboat, or or any of those guys that had chemistry that could work a good match. And again, I'm mm-hmm. not taking anything away from them because I think they're they're both separately great performers. They're just not good together in the ring. And it's just that's yeah, that's just my opinion. And then yeah, and, you know, it, you know, it was too shallow for me. It was too shallow. Yeah. For me. You know, I put them. I turn to my other computer, put that on, and see what was going on, you know? Right. And, the, and then, the of course, we had football. the main event. We, we had Roman Reigns and LA Knight. I was really looking forward to this match. It went 20 minutes and five seconds. Um, and I think it was probably one of, aside from the Sami Zayn-Roman Reigns match in Toronto, I believe this was one of, Roman Reigns' better matches because of the the hype that was that was built into it, and I think LA Knight did a, did a fantastic job. I think Roman Reigns, as much as mm-hmm. I, I, I you know, I'm starting to like him a little bit, but as much as I don't like him, I think they both did an incredible job. I, I you could see the frustration in in Roman's face when he thought he had LA Knight put away probably yes, five or six yes. times in the match, and he and he just couldn't. And then there was times where you thought, well, you know, LA Knight's walking out the champ, and it it just didn't happen. And I, I thought this was a it was a great match. It was a great way to end the show. Um, you know, it, and it and it and it doesn't take away from Roman Reigns or LA Knight at all. I don't think LA Knight LA Knight lost any of his momentum by losing. It was a good match. It was. It was. It was a very good match. Um, yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's what you would expect from a world heavyweight title match. This is the kind of match that you expect to see, you know, first of all as the main event and as you know the the premier title, you know, um on SmackDown between what essentially is 
you know, your champion and your top contender. This is the match that I expected. This, I think this lived up, of all of the matches, I think this lived up to all of its hype. And I, I think both both did a, a, a great job. Um, Paul Heyman yep. at ringside was, was fantastic, as he always is. I've always liked Paul Heyman. I, I think the guy is a borderline wrestling genius. I think he's just got that mind for wrestling just along the same lines that, you know, that Bobby Heenan had, you know, they, they're just something about them. They have the it factor, um, you know, and, and I like Paul Heyman back when he was Paulie dangerously, you know, he, there was just right, something about, right. yeah, from, you know, ECW. yeah, it ECW. just made, it made him, it made him, you know, either you liked him or you didn't, you know, and, not many people have it. You know, Bobby Heenan had it. Um, Paul Heyman has it. Jim Cornette had it. Whether you, you hated Jim Cornette or you liked him, all three of those guys had that it factor when it comes to managing um, managing wrestlers. They could all talk. Um, I don't think there was a better talker than, than Bobby Heenan. I, I thought he was great on the mic. I thought he was great as a manager. Yeah, the weasel. The great weasel. as an announcer. You know, Bobby Heenan could bump with the best of them. There's um, one thing, though, about, uh, about Fire Brain Heenan, okay? For all these years, I always wanted to meet the guy. I finally met the guy about three or four times, okay? That's when he was in a wheelchair and his neck wasn't right, okay? That's a shame. I wish I, w- I, w- I would have yeah. met him earlier. You know? Yeah, no, I, you know, and, I, I, and I've heard... Um, people talk about Bobby Heenan, you know, on some of it's on YouTube, some of it was, you know, other podcasts they listen to. And Bobby Heenan was Bobby Heenan all the time, you know, because you, you, right. you know, back then, you, you know, you had to protect your image. And, you know, I, I listened to Grill and Monsoon, you know, talk fondly about Bobby Heenan. Um, and, you know, and just how, how great they were together and the kind of person that Bobby Heenan was, you know, privately, you know, um, you know, his, his, um, his wife talked about him as, you know, as the husband, you know, and, you know, gave me a little bit more respect for who Bobby Heenan was as a person because when when he was, go ahead. What happened was that I went to, uh, a convention in Queens. Okay, uh-huh. this is when uh, Bruno Sammartino's last uh, thing that he was signing or before he passed away. Okay. So his wife came up to me and said, yo, Bobby wants to talk to you real quick. I said, okay. Went up to Bobby. He said, make sure tell Bill Ackner, give him a call. And that was it. <laughs> That was the last time I yeah, heard from Bobby Brain Heenan. Yeah, I, I wish, you know, of, of all of, you know, the wrestlers, managers, and, and wrestlers, you know, the one that I probably really wish I could have met would, would be Bobby Heenan. Um, just because of all the stories that I've heard about him, you know, the, the practical joker that he was, the, the professional yeah. that he was. But I know um, I never took a picture of me and him together, put it that way. I you know and I, I listened to um, it's called What Happened When it, it's on um, it's on YouTube is where I listen to it it's um, 
Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Conrad is Ric Flair's son-in-law, um, mm-hmm. married to, to, to Megan. Um, and I remember Tony Schiavone talking about Bobby Heenan, and he said there's only two people that Tony Schiavone could remember, that remembered in the business that were professional, always ready to go all the time. And Bobby Heenan was one. Like, you never had to wait for Bobby to do an interview. You could call him up, and by the time he gets in front of the camera to the microphone, he's ready to go. And the other was Randy Savage. He's like, both of these guys were such professionals. Like, they were always ready to go no matter what time of day it was. They always got to the arena early. They left late. They did what they had to do. But they were always mm-hmm. professional. And and I think, you know, Paul Heyman reminds me of Bobby Heenan that way. He, you know, he, he's, you know, he's always ready to go. He's, they, Bobby Heenan and Paul Heyman could cut in, incredible promos, um, you know, and, and, and right along the lines with, you know, with Dusty Rhodes, you know, and I wish, while, you know, when Cody was chasing Roman Reigns, you know, the, the little boy in me was still wishing Dusty was alive to kind of cut a promo, you know, with him and Paul Heyman in the ring kind of going back and forth, representing Cody and, and Roman. Um, but, you know, but obviously, you know, Dusty passing. Um, but, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I, I really wish that, you know, that that could have happened. But, again, you know, this – this match, this final match on the card for Crown Jewel, I believe, really did you know live up to the expectation. I think the crowd definitely got their money's worth in that match. So you yeah. know, all in all, the eight matches, three of them, you know, the two women's matches and the Roman Reigns LA Knight match were by far, you know, one, two, and three. However you want to position them. Um, I'm pretty you know, and pretty good. It wasn't here in the USA. It was. Proceed no. in Arabia. Mm. Yeah. You know, they got oh, the money's worth. We, but no. the USA people didn't get, your, didn't get the money's worth. Yeah, and that's one of them, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I wish I, we, they could have had, especially Roman Reigns and LA Knight, wish they could have had here in the States to see how the crowd would react. Right. I think LA Knight did, a, did a, a fantastic job. I think Roman did a great job. Um, well, you know, they, they left good. everything out there. They, they they gave your all. When that match was over, I, uh, you know, I, I was surprised to see both of them guys be able to get up and walk back to the dressing room. It really was. Right. And put it this way, okay? If they did have it here in the USA, okay? You know what was going to happen? They're going to, they're going to have a big riot somewhere in one of these states. <laughs> Think about that, it. That, that that could very well happen. That's why they had that it across sea, because there are no riots over <laughs> it. Because, because what it is across sea, they think they're all USA superstars, you know, every one of them that was there. Yeah, and, and, and I they, think they, they think they were good or bad, you know, they were superstars right. in the USA. Yeah, and, and I think LA Knight got a chance to shine to, to – to prove to, to all the naysayers that he belongs, you know, at, at the top of the ladder. And I don't think he's yep. far off from, from having gold somewhere in the WWE. Um, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think it'll, it won't be much longer. 
before LA Knight wins would the title. Would you think? Would you hang on? Would you think that a good match? Okay, LA Knight versus Logan Paul. You think Logan Paul is going to give him the belt? LA Knight. I I I think it's a good match. Um, I I just don't see Logan Paul losing to LA Knight. Um. But then again, I, I I don't know that that Gunther loses to LA Knight either. So it's kind of hard to find out like where does LA Knight fall, you know, in in the title picture. Um, and this will okay, be a, okay. a, a great opportunity. And again, I think the WWE already has too many titles to begin with. I don't want to add another one. But okay, if, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this if, on the books, okay? I'm gonna say this one on the book. WrestleMania, Philadelphia. Logan Paul versus L.A. Knight at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania? Yep. But it gives us see this November, November, December, January, February. March. It gives Logan Paul about a five-month run with the title. Yeah. I, you know, that, that that could possibly work, but I, say, I, I don't want to add another title to the WWE, but I think L.A. Knight would be a, a – a good starting point for him would have been like if the WWE had like the old the television title where he's out every week defending the title on television, a nice 15 minute time limit, kind of an open challenge thing. But again, you know, again, I don't want to add another title to the WWE because it seems like they have too many already. Um, yeah. But Emily Knight would have been a really good Arn Anderson kind of television champion, a Tully Blanchard television champion. Um, but again, I mean that you know they don't have that title anymore. But I think you know earlier on, you know, in his WWE run, you know, maybe seven eight months ago would have been a good time to put a a title like that on LA Knight to build towards winning a world championship. Uh huh. Because the crowd is definitely. I mean, he's definitely over. The crowd, you know, loves him. Um. And again, you know, again, but I think the overall card, I mean, you call it a B, I call it a C plus, so we're not that far off. Um, but, you know, I, I think it could have been better. I think some of the matches went a little too long. I think some of them maybe could have went a little longer. Um, but, you know, all in all, it's about an average WWE event. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll just wait for um, – you know, Survivor Series um, war games, as they're calling it, I guess they're kind of combined into two, which is in what we're on the ninth, which is in about two and a half weeks. One, two, two weeks and a couple of days. So on November 25th at the Rosemont, I don't know if it's the Rosemont Horizon. I don't, I don't think it's called the Horizon anymore. Uh, let's see, All State Arena. In Rosemont, Illinois, okay. and they have Cody Rhodes on the cover, all all camoed up. Um, and right now, they only have um, the three matches um, announced: Gunther and The Miz. I don't see Gunther losing to The Miz on that one. Rhea Ripley's always starts right now. It's kind of a toss-up for me. Um, yeah. I do see Roll I do see Rollins and Rhodes and Uso and Zayn winning over the Judgment Day. Uh, I just sent you that Ripley. picture of Logan Paul. I just sent you that picture of Logan Paul when he was taking a shower with the belt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that 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 would be interesting. I, I, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. But, but that but but that's but that's who we have. I mean, that's you know that's that's your you know your new United States champion. But like I said, as long as he stays committed, you know I or yeah. you know we'll be okay. Before we wrap up, man, you got anything going on? Uh, this Sunday, I'll be down Columbus, Farmer's Market, right there on 206 in Columbus, New Jersey, selling. And let's look for the uh, high guy guy in the back of the building there. I'll be right next okay. to him. Oh, okay. Nice. And plus... I know that the Eagles won against those uh, Dallas Crybabies. Against the, cow- against the Cowgirls. Yes, they did. You know, thank God for that, because the Eagles are off this week. Yes, and, and they very well-deserved rest off. Get Jalen back healthy and everything else. Mm-hmm. But as, as we wrap up, I just want to thank everybody for, for listening in. Continue to pray for, you know, Papa Stroh. For our buddy Chaz Moretti and for Granny Holster and her husband Dave as he continues to recover um, from his cancer. Um, and again, by Tuesday, if not definitely by this time next week, we will have, um, you know, for some more information on um, December 2nd, Wrestling for a Cure, the, the benefit show for um, for David, you know, Dave. Granny Holster's husband. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, uh, but again, Top Rope Wrestling tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Make sure you tune in and listen to those guys. They're back. Uh, we're not on because we, uh, we, 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 we're going to, uh, because we done ours uh, last night, Wednesday. Oh, you did it Wednesday? Are, 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 yeah. you, are they going, is it going to stick with Wednesday? I, 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 think we, I, think, I think we taped it, and we, I think we're going to play it tomorrow. Okay. We only had a short version of it last night. Okay. Yeah, I'll reach out to him and see. But you know, um, Top yeah. Rope is back. To... Um, it was a it was a great show when I was part of it last Friday. Um, we'll get you their schedule coming up, but then we'll be right back here Tuesday, Tuesday night, seven thirty, not nine o'clock, a new start time for In the Room is seven thirty to nine thirty with Brady Hicks and the rest of us, and then we'll be right back here for WCW Retro on Thursday night at 9 o'clock. So then everybody have a great week. Um, again, continue to pray for Stro, Chaz Moretti, and David. Um, and, you know, we'll see you back next week. Everybody have a great night. Hey, this is the Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. VOC Nation goes Stro Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year from the VOC Nation family. To all of you, please continue to pray for Strong Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash Strong. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you are really there too, right, Will? We sure are, and we've got great guests. 
like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer, Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor, Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality, Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I don't want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Well, actually, it, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it. Well, yes, but the whole thing is that if you really, as I always understood in that, if you, the title can only be lost by Colonel uh, Submission, which is the same way as this, uh, my title, the World Wrestling Federation. Last night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network.
This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. 